Golden Deer Productions. Golden Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Uh, it's like, she look at sinners as some winners, so she doesn't fuck with losers, uh. How am I misogynist? I always tip at hooters, uh. Posting half-naked pics, oh, you wish you was cuter, huh? Degrees? Nigga, please, she'd rather hang with shooters, huh? She like hood niggas, he do some hood shit. He get locked up, and now you a single baby mother, and you shocked. What? But let me guess what you gonna say. Niggas ain't shit. Nah, baby girl, it's just the niggas you pick. It's the bitches you with. They just want to sleep and get lit. You want him to pay your whole rent. Go to Miami for trips. But if we put them gender roles on y'all, then y'all would be sick. What if I wanted you to clean and to wash every dish? Then I guess I'll be the one who's misogynistic. Now you want to go and set it off. Okay, you Jada picking. Kevin Garnett, because I'm the big ticket. I ain't going to risk it, but it's just a weekday, so I'm going to get up at your mentions. This is Sir South. My tape, A Glamorous Death, is out right now for free on SoundCloud. And this is my diamond hour. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Long ago, the four dear nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the fire deer attacked. Only Derek, master of all four elements, could stop those boys. But when Boston needed him most, he vanished into the enchanted golden deer forest. Season four. Some lighter music. Yeah. The clap signifies the start of an episode. Second episode we've run today. Be honest, a little low on steam. I drank that massive coffee, but still not feeling like totally exerted. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, bro. <laughs> to my right, I have one of my best friends growing up. And not only did he just drop a tape, but he came back to the show for a third time. Third time. Purely. To promo himself <laughs> and not in support of his close friend. But this is the first ever Diamond Hour. And so to all our Diamond guests, we have a little bit of a little gift we give. But okay. it's not on the show, though. Oh, okay. You, know what I'm <laughs> you thought I was going to pull something out? Yeah. Like, Yo, here's this. So, Kev, when was the last episode? Like two months ago? Yeah. When I hit up Kev then, I'm going to be honest. I was like, yo, bro, your tape's coming out next month. So let's film this now because things are going to start picking up for me, which they have. And also, you said it was coming out next month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. What's the deal? <laughs> so Kev, you know, again, would text me like probably done it like three times. He would just like text me the month. <laughs> he, it would just be like April. And I'd be like, all right, bro. Like, what's in April? And then he texted me. And he'd be like, "Summer." <laughs> and, I was like, and then I like question mark question mark. He's like, "That's when my tape's dropping." <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, man. Thank you. We, man. we don't need the cameras to say it, but I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm in. I'm incredibly proud of you. I, f- I appreciate it, man. How does it feel? 
uh, it feels good. It's an interesting feeling when you work on something for so long to bring it out to the masses. It, it feels good, good, but uh, interesting. Does it feel like liberating that you have it off your back because you've been wanting to do it for so long? Yeah, and it feels like I don't know if I should. I I feel like all right, it's on to the next one. I agree, but I also think like you got to think of like you've been working on something for two years and I know like in retrospect your career is kind of just starting but think of like all the stuff that's gone on in two years isn't it wild a lot yeah and I put it I put it all on the project too you did yeah again and I was saying this the last episode but Kev has never been the most outwardly expressive being he it's had a hard time sometimes I think expressing yourself yeah and especially the way you feel so like I feel a lot of times you'll like you'll internalize things yeah so I was like really happy as a friend to hear it and like you express a lot of the reasons why you acted some of these ways growing up you know mm-hmm. yeah I put it all out put it all out on there and it's, it, it felt weird because like I've had it for two years. Like, I've been working on it for two years. And when you finally release this, like, everybody else is kind of like, well, I didn't know that about you. You know what I mean? Well, I think a lot of people think that about you in general. Because, yeah. like, you're <laughs> quiet sometimes, you know? Yeah. It took everybody by surprise when I finally, like, showed them it, you know? Can I ask you a question? What? Because I feel sometimes I'm similar, but how frequently do you feel like being extroverted as opposed to being introverted? Because it changes for you. Sometimes you're, like, really outwardly. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, obviously with me, it's always the same. But, like, sometimes you, like, really want to be really social. And sometimes you just want to be, like, t- totally to yourself. When I'm working on something, I'm really introverted. Like, when I'm working on the project, when I'm writing something, when I'm, like, trying to start, like, a blog or when I'm trying to create something, I'm really introverted into myself. And then it'll last for, like, two weeks three weeks and then i'll be like you know what i haven't (laughs) i haven't talked to anyone (laughs) in so long so it's like all right let's do something this weekend so that's when i start getting extroverted but it only lasts for like maybe a week (laughs) yeah and then you go back into the cave kind of yeah pretty much has it always been that way for you yeah it has i go through like phases phases of just like being to myself and then being to myself for so long and then i'm like all right let's go do something amongst others do you do you get anxious at the end of that like period of internalizing everything what do you mean like let's say like you're you're locked in for like three weeks and like you're like really thinking about stuff Mm -hmm. is it at the end of those like three four weeks when you start getting anxious like okay this is i've been alone for too long i gotta go do something yeah for real like a lot of anxiety at that point because i overthink a lot Mm mm-hmm which is sometimes a good or a bad thing, but it's just like it's all about balance. So like if I'm by myself, I'd be like, all right, I'm getting this done, I'm getting this done. You know, I might be getting money or getting paid to do this. I'm like making sure this is paid, this is paid. I'm working on my own thing to build, and it's like, wait, hold on, I gotta make sure like I I interact with other people. So it's all about balance. So I just so it's like my mind goes in like so many different ways. I'm just like, I I, I gotta I I'll handle this. I'll go out and do something fun. Yeah. I'm the same way, but I don't, I'm having trouble finding the balance. 
Yeah. Is it tough for you too? It's almost impossible to find a balance at this age, pretty much. I think if you're ambitious, it's impossible. It really is. I think there's a lot of limit. There's a lot of limitations. Like there's a lot of. It's not necessarily healthy, you know. No, but at the same time, it's weird because you'll, like, we'll see people our age going on trips, going like doing fun stuff, being really extroverted, <laughs> and we're like, I don't know. I feel like I'm missing out, but at the same time, it's just like, what, what, like. How are you going on these trips? You know, like well, getting paid. Uh, how? <laughs> <laughs> now, there's some people I'd be like, no, nah, I don't know. It's just like I'm more into like working on something. I know, me too. Yeah, it's I don't know. But you know, I've been thinking a lot about college recently. You mm-hmm. know, like how I never went out, right? And I was always working. Yeah. And I was like, Do you regret it? No. I don't. Yeah. Right. So many people be like, "Oh, you got to go out and travel while you're young." I'm just like, "I don't I don't feel that right now." I'm also at a point where it's like, "Dude, I'm not taking anyone's advice." <laughs> Seriously though. That's a good point. It's like make it's like unless like I really admire or like look up yeah. to what you've done. Why would we take your advice? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want what you want. Yeah. Some people don't even know what they want. Some people don't even know where they're at or what's going on. Or really lack ambition. And, like, I try to stay away from people that lack ambition. I know it sounds kind of shallow. I'm the same way. But it's because it's just, like, what Like, I'll just be sitting here, like, what are we doing? Is this this productive? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, it's not productive, so let me just go move on somewhere. Well, I think we've always been, like we've always clicked on that that we've always wanted more you know we've always wanted to move more we've always wanted to get more and it's a you know people admire that about people people that like really are ambitious and really want to go do stuff but i think that's probably why we were close especially like you know mid starting at like 1920 because like we were kind of our only friends that were trying to do their own thing yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and it's like but at the same time, you feel alone, kind of. Always, I mean? yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a weird feeling because everybody feels like, oh, this is a young age to do, to to travel, do something fun. Because in years from now, we're gonna have a kid, we're gonna have a career or a job, like a nine to five job, and we're gonna be like, it doesn't have to be like that. You know what I mean? I know, but I've also been thinking about like trade offs, right? How do you know what the right decision is at the time? You don't. You just do what's best for you, right? Yeah. Or what you think's best for you. But my thing, my thing has always been like, as long as you do, if, if you're happy doing it every day, you know? Like, if I make music every day, if I write every day, found a way to get paid from it, I think I won. Like, if, like if, you're, if you're happy every day, as opposed to, you know, a lot of these people's mindset is like, work nine to five, nine to five jobs for like a month save up go on a trip for a week and you're happy for that week and then it's back to this job that you don't like for another couple of months saving up to be happy for a week but how much of that i've also started to think like and i've done it a lot less pat on my back but like why do you even compare yourself to other people anymore though i don't know it's hard you shouldn't you You really shouldn't yeah but if you were like truly happy and I'm not even saying you're not, but like, 
wouldn't you just be like, yep, this is me doing me? And then I know it's not easy, but because uh, like you know you when you you go out and you're trying to like meet girls, <laughs> like they have that same mind. It's just weird, you know what I mean? Because it's like you want to. <laughs> You want you still are a human that like you want to have friends and companions and like girls, but like when they don't have that same mindset, it makes you like feel more alone. Yeah, I feel you. Okay, you got yeah. Grab this. You got a little hair right here. Make sure you look good on camera. Look at me. There you go. <laughs> Your lineup's looking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you though. So, so do you feel like a, a piece of you is kind of missing because you're not able to like have like a sustainable relationship yeah because when you're so ambitious you don't have time yeah that is a figgity <laughs> say more please that ass <laughs> you're just you wake up and you're trying to like grind and do something and do something that you love to do every day so it's just like you don't have time to s- go out on a, a date or like s- spend time and money with like yo i'm trying to work to build something you mm-hmm. know Tons of people say it to me all the time, right? What? Like, dude, like, like, why are you not, like, dating more, like, with more girls or, like, X, Y, Z? I'm like, because you, I, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Like, this, I am obsessed. Every thought is about getting this shit done and doing this and building this. Everything, every scent of my being is about this. Every micro action is about this. And I honestly think sometimes it would be a detriment to a young woman's life if I was involved it'd be like yo this is way too much (laughs) but you are way too much to handle yeah that's a fact (laughs) like have you had issues like where you're not available with other with girls yeah like emotionally all all the time it's just like I don't want (laughs) to come off as misogynist yeah but it's just like my mindset is just like alright say a girl's right here it's like if I if if I can get you whenever I like, if if this works out and I get money and power, I can get you years later. So like, you know, I'm not. And that's very honesty. It's honest, but it's it's so true. It's just like. But do you think that's all girls care about sometimes? Certain points, yes, because when I think they become dependent a lot. I agree, a little bit. Like, I agree some girls, they in their life, they want to meet, a, like, a dude who, like, can provide for them. And I think that's very, like, evolutionary. I think women have been like that. We've evolved from that. Like, dudes had to, like, go out and seek and, like, protect women. Yeah. And women had to provide, right? There are girls, though, that are well, are definitely driven and are, definitely have their own thing going. Yeah. And it, one thing that's interesting... This is kind of off topic. Same topic, but off a little bit. I've noticed something recently because I kind. It's like a lot of girls that are a certain way that I've been talking about. I realize like more I'm trying to like talk and figure out. A lot of them have issues with their their pops. <laughs> Wonder why you're around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting. I'm starting to realize that. Like. And then I started thinking, like, maybe, like you said, because we had a conversation before, like, you gotta, you just gotta pick better people. You know what I mean? It's like, you're probably... You're finding the problem. Yeah, I'm probably looking in the wrong places. You're going to the wrong spots. Wrong spots. So it's just like, when I start talking to to these girls, I'm just like, 
oh, you you had issues with your dad <laughs> a lot of the times. And then like the girls that I will not be the one to fill that void. <laughs> I'll stay the night, but I'll st- I, I won't be here tomorrow morning. Yeah. Exactly. And the and the girls that I realize that do have good relationships with their pops, it, it is different. They're less dependent. So it's just like you got to find that. But it's just like you know where because they're so ambitious and they don't have time. Do you think that you, when you are like looking for shorties, you try to find some something similar as to the relationship you have with your mom? Yeah. Because I, I seen, like, my mom was just, like, no matter how old I was, how young I was, she never brought another male to the house. She never smoked, drank. Uh, she, she went back to, to school. Shouts out to your mom. Yeah. Dad. She worked all the time. She, like, did everything to, like, put me first so like when i when i grow up now and i and i don't see that i just become so confused that's why on the song weekday when i'm on the third verse when i'm talking about my frustrations towards women i played it for my mom and my aunt and my aunt was like that's just a testament to like what you've seen with your mom like what were the exact lyrics uh you want me to say the verse yeah go ahead spit it why not (laughs) uh promo 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 (laughs) Uh, it's like she look at sinners as some winners, so she doesn't fuck with losers. Uh, how am I misogynist? I always tip at hooters. Uh, posting half naked pics. Oh, you wish you was cuter, huh? Degrees, nigga, please. She rather hang with shooters, huh? She like hood niggas. He do some hood shit. He get locked up, and now you a single baby mother, and you shocked. What? But let me guess what you gonna say? Niggas ain't shit. Nah, baby girl, it's just the niggas you pick. It's the Bitches you with They just wanna sleep and get lit You want him to pay your whole rent Go to Miami for trips But if we put them gender roles on y'all Then y'all would be sick What if I wanted you to clean And to wash every dish Then I guess I'll be the one who's misogynistic Now you wanna go and set it off Okay you Jada picking Kevin Garnett Cause I'm the big ticket I ain't gonna risk it But it's just a weekday So I'ma get up out your mentions That was hard bro Yeah I, I didn't really pick up on that <laughs> track, but that was pretty fresh, bro. Pl- and when I made it, I played it to a lot of girls, and they a lot of them was like, I some of them was like, said to me like, I feel attacked, <laughs> and some of them was like, Cause yeah, get, that's right, that's true. Cause they get those tax returns, they go straight to Miami, right? Yeah, a lot of them, all the girls I played it for was like, yeah, it's true. Whether they liked it or not, they was like, yeah, it's true. Why do you think that is? Because they have issues with their pops. To be honest, I've, I've realized that. Like, every single girl that I realized that had, like, not that it's wrong, but, like, a promiscuous past. Or, like, doesn't have their life fully together and depend on males for stuff. I, I've I've talked, had long conversations with them. I was like, I realized it's be, their pops, they don't have a good relationship with their dad. What constitutes a good relationship with your dad, though? Every time they talk about him, it's like, oh, he's always mad at me. Oh, I don't talk to him. Oh, I can't stand him. Oh, he's in the house. It's it's, well, it's never there. anything. Yeah, it's never anything positive. You know. I know, but what do you think daughters expect from their fathers? Like, what do you think a daughter needs to have a healthy relationship with a father? Uh, she can go to him for stuff. Depend on him. I think so because in what world, bro? Because if she if she, if she doesn't have a pops, she's gonna look. She doesn't know. She doesn't see what love like from would, a from a male from a male would look like. So she's just she guessing. Did. She's going firsthand off of when she walks outside. She doesn't know what it looks like. So she's just like, oh, a guy shows interest. That must be a step towards it. 
just so trying she, to figure so it out. So she falls, yeah. So she falls more into it. You know, it's the same thing for me. My parents were never married, so I don't know what love constitutes as or looks as. So I'm going it all on my own as well. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my parents were married, but I don't know if they. I don't know if they were married when I was alive. I'm unsure. That's for another time, Frank. <laughs> this is this is Kev's therapy session. You like that one? Yes. Yes. All right. So yeah, let's segue a little bit to the tape. Therapy. So let me do this as a promo. So you have this as a clip. Mm-hmm. I think. Which this is his camera. Go sales mode. Go sales mode right here, so Frank can cut this up for you, and it like looks really dope. This one. Okay. I'll start. Hey. KPT, otherwise known as Kev, is one of my closest friends, and he poured his heart and soul into this tape he just dropped. If you want to f- listen to something really introspective and very honest and like honestly brutally honest and ruthless listen to the tape yes a glamorous death on soundcloud i put my whole life on it no apple music no not apple music too many samples business genius (laughs) (laughs) please go check it out yes thank you yeah so therapy yeah if i'm like pulling a zane low here I love when he I love his interviews He does such research About like He's like The the melody man It's like Yeah I love I love his interviews too They're great I love the one with The Weeknd It was awesome That's my favorite song Thus far Is Therapy Appreciate it Yeah I put a lot on it I think If we're talking Like from a competitive standpoint I think when you start Like ripping bars Is when you're best Especially in the city Yeah A lot of people say that uh, like the intro where I'm just like kind of throwing bars out there. like people love it that's when you're uh, that's when that battle rap sense comes out yeah and that's why I kind of don't do it as much on the tape because it's just like I could do that in battle rap you know yeah but I think you're really good at it. yeah I mean I still use of course yeah I still use <laughs> I still use like songwriting but I don't know like I love all types of music so I try all types of different things have you listened to this through yet? Well, she was just talk about therapy. So that was the first time I'd ever heard you express some of the things I think I I thought about you. And mm-hmm. I probably tried to hint at growing up a bunch that you actually admitted to. Yeah, I put I put a lot on it just to be honest. And it's kind of, yeah, it's it's weird, man. Like, because like the people who know it's about will understand will know what it's about. like you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i don't say the names but when you hear it, you'll be like oh he's talking about me <laughs> yeah so yeah I, I only got good shout outs on the tape that was fire <laughs> what if you're like if you're like there's a bar like connor's always pressuring me to do stuff <laughs> puts un- unrealistic expectations on me nah. like the kid's delusional <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm like listening they're like what the fuck <laughs> nah, but it's crazy. I also got so many paragraphs of people like, yeah, bro, like I was going through a lot of stuff too, like their uh, depression and all that stuff. Like you'll push through it, I push through it. You know, they they come, they came to me, like consoled me about a lot of stuff too. So I, I was like, wow, it feels good to like finally touch someone. I haven't, I haven't felt that. Like I don't think I've had that before. Or like. I had music that touched someone. I'm going to guess on on live. That's fair with you. Yeah. How long do you think you've been dealing with depression? 
Mm. Sorry, that's a that's a stat I didn't want to start with, but since high school, honestly. Okay, my question was, how long do you think like you've been battling with it? Depression. Uh, since high school. What was the catalyst when you tore your ACL? Or was it before? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. When did you like really start feeling like in the dumps? Dumps. I, I tore my ACL. My at the end of my junior year, so before that, the girl who did me dirty. And you felt like real despair from it. Yeah, that fucked me up, but it wasn't depression. It hit me like it was like traumatizing. It was also a hormonal time though. Right. Except you were a full grown man by this point. Right. And then once I tore my ACL, mind you, when you tear your ACL, like you're in, you're lying in a bed. <laughs> for like a good two weeks That's not good for humans With your leg on a machine Just flexing your knee And that's where It kind of started and that's, really. when you start, that's when you started the pills too right Yeah cause they give you like 30 That you don't need You don't even need one You're just getting roasted Yeah <laughs> Sit back So And that's when it pretty much started But at the same time it was like a, You know what I'm gonna do whatever makes me happy Like fuck everything else yeah, but it's not. You still deal with it, though, right? Yeah, and then when I, I from the outside perspective, I don't want to corner you, but I feel like you're doing a better job dealing with it. Would you Would you agree or no? Mm. In the past year, yeah, but during college, mm, I don't know. What it, like? What was it? Like, what is it consistently? What does it feel like for you? Uh, you know, it's so weird because in, in high school, I had a reason. In college, I didn't really have a reason, which scared me the most because it was like, you don't know why you're feeling I shouldn't way. feel shitty. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I would cry to sleep. For what reason? I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know what the what the reason was. And now nowadays, it's just like stress. Really, stress and pressure that I put on myself, not even from other people. <laughs> like, so it doesn't. It's not even bad. Like, I'm I'm feeling good now. You know. I feel you, but it comes in waves, right? Uh, yeah, but it hasn't in like the past year. Don't you feel hardened though a little bit? Like, mm-hmm. yo, my mind is gonna go to a place where it's like, life sucks, but I know that I'm gonna sack up through it. Yeah, because you, I've been through it so exactly. so many times. So it's just like. The first time was the scariest, right? Yeah. In high school, yeah. I would say so. Like, I can't believe I can feel this way. Actually, I don't know if it was the scariest. I was saying the second time in college was the scariest because I didn't know what the issue was, which is way scarier because you don't know how far you'll go because you don't know what's the issue. Do you psychoanalyze too much? All the time. <laughs> you, do, you do it too much, right? All the time. Way too much. Way too much. Um... Yeah, and I started like, cause, like we said, we're so ambitious. So we're like, if this, if we're not doing something productive right now, what are we doing? So like, I started getting anxiety around like a lot of people. Like whenever we're talk, like I'll be talking to someone, and I'm just fidgeting. I, I got a ticker in my head. Yeah, like, like, yeah. I, like we are literally talking about nothing right now. Uh, this, What's this, the purpose? This, yeah. yeah, there's no purpose. So, I I don't mind that. I don't mind the anxiety as much because. I think it helps me in a, in a way. 
Someone told me a quote recently that was like a life of something like if a life of chaos is a life of destitute. So pretty much what that means is like if you have too much going on at once, you're going to miss all the good points, all the good stuff. You feel that way? Yeah. I do too. Yeah, I feel that way. I got to I'm trying to learn to like take the wins. Yeah, take the wins. It's like just stop and like be like, yo, I'm at a good I'm at a good spot right now. And then in a month, I'm going to feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you had it for. Yeah, that's really how it is. Just in, just with everybody. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that either. I think like... You, I think if you put yourself in... Frank, you straight, bro? <laughs> you tired? Do you, want, do you want to go outside and like take a nap? Okay. I know this is like... D- deep talk so sorry if this is like depressing you we're, but we're buddies so uh at what point for you is it like what makes you feel hopeful uh especially the, when it's really bad the fact that I can make money off of doing <laughs> off of doing what I like to do that's the ultimate goal for you yeah does it matter how much money? No, as long as I can like be comfortable. So you don't want the big bag. I mean, we won't. I want. We want the big bag, of course, but we want know. the major bag. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever consider that maybe your diet has had an effect on your mood? Because you eat like shit. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you did. The goulash funyun king. Yeah, uh, I I felt I don't know. Yeah, I work out. I've been working out for a long time, so like I've been feeling better. For sure, humans have to move, but you gotta eat clean. I mean, you don't have to be a psycho like me, (laughs) right? But I want to see what it's like for you if you just try to cut out like really fucked up sugars for for like a couple weeks and see how you feel. All right, I got the water. (laughs) (laughs) You gonna mix it in with a cookie? The, the what's the what do we call the the Dunkin' Donuts coffee the, the milkshake smoothie the, mil- <laughs> the milkshake the sugar blast when I was in the height of my Adderall days like looking back it was so unhealthy <laughs> you have no you can you realize how much bigger I was back then too I was so much bigger but what I would do is I would wake up and like all right I gotta get some shit done I gotta keep this fucking thing going right pissed I'd wake up at like one p.m. this is real life. I'd wake up at like 1 p.m. because I went I went to bed at like 4 a.m. the night before, or maybe like you know wake up at 11, feeling just terrible. I'd pop a like a 20 milligram Adderall, mm-hmm. and then I would go straight to Dunks, mix it in with the the caramel swirl, extra extra. Shout out to Dunkin' Donuts, tastes, man. It tastes, tastes so amazing. good. Shout to Dunks forever. <laughs> then I would like drink two of those while I'm doing computer work right <laughs> just staring at a computer for nine hours editing right and then Chipotle. when, 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 when I get a little Chipotle right then at, by this point it's like I don't know frankly I used to be living like you bro I'm like alright you know what the, the school gym's still open it's 10.30pm right I'm just gonna drink a little pre-workout you feel like <laughs> I'm gonna drink some heavy pre-workout I'm gonna go to the gym then I'd go I'd get back right my roommates are like all settling down. I'd be like, my heart, I'd be laying down, my heart would be pumping out of my <laughs> chest. And I'd be like sweating. Like, 
<laughs> then, you know, I took a shower, right? Pop two Advil PMs. You know what I'm saying? Wake up with a bloody nose and do it all over again. <laughs> oh my god! Think of how unhealthy that was. Yeah, I've I've been trying to like healthy mind, healthy body. It, it, it's been working. It does work, right? I remember. Do you remember? Um, your mom. You was looking through the cabinets for the Advil PMs. He was like, Mom, where did you put the Avil PM? She's like, She said, like, Oh, I threw them away. He was like, Where did you put them? And she was like, I said, I used them to sleep. She was like, Oh, I didn't know you did that. <laughs> yeah, literally. My mom was like, uh, Yeah, she was like, I was like, Where's the Advil PM? Like, I got to go to sleep tonight. She's like, she was like, oh, she was like We just get some tomorrow. I was like, I can't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> so bad. Okay, segue back to the tape a little bit. So. How have you figured out a way to start expressing yourself more when things are like not okay for you? You know, uh, just put in music, just write it. I listen to a lot of. I know you make fun of the mixtape "Cold de Sac" by Childish Gambino. So fly, girl, yeah. you're so fly. <laughs> and it's like, even though it's, it wasn't, I don't, I can't say it wasn't that good, but like he just put his whole life on it. He was just being honest. And so does Drake. You everyone, know? everyone slept on him too until it got like really crazy. Yeah, you know. And, and Drake does the same thing. So you know, I just you just gotta put your whole. He goes, I, I put it on the music because if I don't say it here, I wouldn't say nothing. That's how I feel. And it it comes out well. Like I I know and I notice how like it's received. Like people genuinely like notice it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When, yeah, when you're just transparent. Yeah, people like it. I hope I'm doing that with the show. Do you think I'm doing an okay job? Yeah, I think so. It's not easy for me, honestly, just being like honest up here all the time, being like, yeah, but that you can't fake it with something like this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like there are three cameras on you running for an hour. Can't always be Zanny Bochwani. <laughs> but I do like tapping into that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like them more than they should be. You can find what you love. You can find what you love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Talk about the inception of the project. How long it took. How uh, it went down. And also shout out, shout out, my step bro Josh Shuby, yes sir, for mixing it. It took about like a uh, year and a half, uh, year and a half to like two. Um, I've been like, like we've been talking about. I've been doing a roller coaster. So like every time, like oh, I was finished. No, I made two more songs where I, I put my emotions on it, mm-hmm. and I want to put that on the tape. So there, and then. I, I I look back on it and I'm just like no this is way too rough like too rugged too vulgar too like misogynist. Yeah, you were saying this last time. So too. like yeah, it's time to edit it. It's and then I go through so many emotions and I'm like all right, it's done now. So you know, next one I'm just. Do you have a working mindset now though? Like you got to now it dropped right? Yeah. Cool. Now you got to go. That's 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 been my mindset. For a while now, you know, dude, I fuck with Gucci Mane so heavy. Dropped a hundred projects in fourteen years. I saw that. That's it's crazy. Wild, and it's fire. He built it himself, dude. It's so dope. Yeah, that's crazy. So many artists like the the fact, the idea of like you dropping one tape, blowing up. But some people don't have it like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And some people. I don't think anyone really has it like that. Like a lot of artists, you don't know, but they drop so many mixtapes before they drop. Just probably under a different name, or they just deleted it. 
after it didn't get enough. Oh yeah. I think it's just the internet's so accessible now that's like, oh my god, all I need is just this one thing that's gonna work. Yeah. You can make everything look like how you want it. You can make it look like it's effortless. And I'm grateful for that totally. That things grow for me like this. I am. And I'm also going to quote myself right now. It's going to be very crazy for myself in the next 10 years. Like, I'm going to give myself, well, I'll give myself five years, but 10 years, I want to be able to look back on this. And you're going to be like, yeah, that dude was working like a lunatic. That's about me, though. And I'm an egomaniac. <laughs> Where did ego play into the tape? A lot. A whole lot. In the beginning. A whole lot. Because it was, the first draft was just so angry and egotistical. Saying, like, I'm the shit, and I don't see why people don't think I'm the shit. <laughs> you, just, you still feel that way? Uh, when I rap, yes. <laughs> but it was kind of more like a Yeezus vibe, honestly. Like the I heard Kanye, like, early Kanye. I know you're going to love this. <laughs> Kev's obsessed with Kanye, but I heard a lot of early Kanye, like, when he was rappy rap in some of the songs. On the project? Yeah. On this project? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Is Ye still the GOAT? Of course, he's always the goat. <laughs> yeah, I've been it, listening to a lot of uh, my beautiful dark twist fancy and Jesus, but then I was just like, "Wow, this is this is so angry." <laughs> like I can't, I don't. It does. I don't think it'll appeal to like the whole mass, like people, like females, like they would not enjoy this. What you thought it was too like vicious, too vicious, too vulgar, too. What specifically? Didn't you talk about a song? Yeah, yeah. There's a song called "Time of a Month." Yes. Yeah, and I wrote a lot of songs in that nature. This is the GDPIG. So where do you want to take it? Honestly, what do what, you want to do? This project? Well, one, yeah, you got a promo where to find it right now. You can find it on SoundCloud, A Glamorous Death under Sir South. Go, you can download it, you can play it, stream it, share it, like it, click it, please. Anything you want to do with it, it's yours for free. Okay, what do you want to, has your big picture opened up at all, or are you still on that, like, I'm just figuring it out? Uh, it's starting to open up a little more. I want to do something more than music, because I'm a writer, so I want to write music, write articles, write f uh, film skits, so I'm thinking more big picture, like, I'm, st I'm still working on music, but I kind of want to use it as a story. <laughs> My guy's tired <laughs> <laughs> Frankie's conk boy I feel you I'm tired too Frankie When we take that long drive To you can sleep <laughs> I got you bro Hey dude So You got any questions for me? Mm. What If you had to rate it 1 to 10 The tape? Yeah Honest opinion In, Can I tell you something? I'm gonna sound political when I say this. I don't think I can give it a rating because I feel like touched, like I'm tapped in with it. I'm on it, you know. But uh, it was so, it was just refreshing to just hear someone just be honest, like re like transparently honest on a tape. You don't get that that much, you know. So it was like, damn. Yep, Kev's got some issues, bruh. <laughs> like Kev really fucked in the head, dog. But. It's like it was real, though, you know. That's yeah. the way I felt about it. I'm curious, what what was your from the first song through it? What it was, was what called was your, adhesive. What was your mindset like? 
where you like oh this is hard and towards w- the middle of the tape you're like oh like what was the I world? was like holistically it, it was complete that's what I thought I mean as you were I mean I also, you listened I, to all the songs yeah, before it, yeah but I also heard a lot of like you can see where you, sonically you, you're trying to emulate other sounds that you hear popular I can hear that for mm-hmm. sure but I think that's everyone does that but I also when when you went like real bars mode that was hard. That was hard. <laughs> Frank will bump it on the long drive. <laughs> I should know we'll play some meditation music, bruh. That's my bruh. So, I also want you to talk about the battle coming up. Battle, Saturday. Ludlow. Hold on. I should, I should bring Kevin it Kevin the king of the dot event, which, as I was telling Frank, is the NBA of battle rap. There's none bigger. It's bigger than Smack, right? No. Oh, Smack's biggest? Yeah. Then it's like the WNBA of <laughs> battle rap. It's like but USA it, Basketball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm busy that night, then. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. Shit. Well, I don't, I don't have it on my phone. It's Ludlow Mass, um, King of the Dot event. Chilla Jones is throwing it, who is the King of the Dot champ right now. And I am battling 3SK. There's also they've been doing events in Mass that I didn't even know about. Ma- what do they call it? Massacre. Massacre. It's at the. Um, it's in Massachusetts. No, what's the place that we did the show? Middle East. It's at the Middle East. Oh, this is separate. Massacre separate. They're the same thing. Oh, there are two events. What do you mean? Well, there's an event in Ludlow and then in the Middle East. Yeah, the big, the big, big one is in the Middle East. It's in August. Hopefully, I'm on it. Oh, so if you win this one, you'll get on to the August event. If I show step on that stage, big, like, I already killed it here, bro. Literally, there you go. I'll show up to that. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you want to hit on? I know this was a little more brief, but I think we kind of got all the substance out there. No. You gonna go crazy promo mode now? Yeah. Go blitz mode, man. Also, any any of the influence? Oh, whoa! Any of the influencers in the city that need music? Kev's got some for you. Frank, you need any music for your vlogs? I don't have time. <laughs> You're a great guy, though. Edit that out. Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right, listen. This is your diamond hour. The yes. three P. Oh, Kevy Pipes. Kevy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I HATE MYSELF! It's getting scary though. The physique's getting crazy. Is this healthy? Is that healthy? I feel great. Okay. <laughs> I've never felt better. That's all that matters. Yeah. What's the pizza like? <laughs> when was the last time you had a burger? What did we eat? Well, can I tell you one thing? When we got that Greek the other night, bro, and I ate that bread, I was out of it. Like, because I've been so low-carb. I ate a pe- Dude, and I went on a treadmill for, like, two hours after that. I think I got an issue. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, listen. This is your diamond hour. This is number three. Yes. I, don't, I don't know what we'll have to call the fourth one, but who cares? I think we have a good conversation this every is time. 3P. 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 All right. The diamond hour. Diamond hour. Diamond hour. So, you got to say, this is my diamond hour. My tape's out now. X, Y, Z. This is and that was. Okay. Do you have fun? Of course. All the was time. It- 
Okay, politics boy. Yeah. <laughs> I love being on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> All right, you ready? You're like, I love the team you got here, bro. <laughs> All right, whenever you're ready. All right, this is Sir South, and this is my Diamond Hour. I would say, yo, my, and my tape's out. My tape's out. Because this will be a start. This is Sir South. My tape, A Glamorous Death, is out right now for free on SoundCloud, and this is my Diamond Hour. And yes. I am pushing a little bit of a GDP agenda here. I know. There are deserving people that we stiff arm a lot to come up here. But Sal's my close friend. All right, next. No, let's finish. Corporate. I am Sir South. A Glamorous Death is still on SoundCloud for free. And that was my diamond album. And go listen. And Frankie Films, you let me know when you're ready, tired boy. Yes, sir. There's one. Oh, we're not done. Oh, we're not done. We're not done. Oh, uh, 